Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers to you. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is, man, we've been, I, every time I, we turn these mics on, I'm reminded of like how long we've been doing this. For a hot minute. For a lot, way longer than a hot minute. A few years here. It's a good morning. It's a good morning because you're wearing your DVD. This has literally become a part of our weekly routine. Truly. Which is kind of cool. I don't. I, if we didn't do coffee talk with Billy and Jen, I don't know what would we do with our Tuesday mornings. Sleep. <laughs> Vic, the sound chick. We do sleep. But it's not that early. What's what? What's it? Eight forty-five. It's eight forty-five, my darling. Yeah, I guess I do get up at six a.m. on these days just to kind of drink coffee. You seem quite somber over there on the I microphone. Do? Yes, you do. Well, because I'm drinking coffee, but I'm also drinking. Um, wait for it. This is a rarity. Are you going it's to admit to this? It's a green drink. And did you did you put a little bit of apple cider vinegar? Oh my god, stop with the Yeah, you're gonna do that the whole time. <laughs> um, it's it's a green drink, you know, like people do green smoothies, which I've I yes, always yes, we, we know people who do green. I always drinks. make fun of you people. You're um, one of those people now. I am not one of those people. Yes, you are those. But what the I ones am, you would make fun of when is they getting would healthier. And one of the bodybuilders in my life was like, "Yo, if you if this gives you all the essential things you need, so instead of having to eat all that, you just drink it in the morning." And put some apple cider vinegar in it, which is I, I took apple cider vinegar like a tablespoon, just like like just like downed it. Dude, that hurt. Uh-huh. That burns like fire, like acid, because it actually is acid. So you put that in here, and I drink it every morning. What is ap- apple vinegar supposed to do? Is it supposed to like give you it speeds up your digestion, I guess, or metabolism type stuff? It helps with digestion, I think. I don't know. What do I know? I don't. I don't understand teach all us, this teach stuff. Teach us, Billy Huffman. But I keep losing weight. Yeah, you took your shirt off the other day, and I was like, your body's changing. I know, you said that. You're like, your body is changing. And I'm a looking, and I'm a liking. Um, yeah, man, I've lost, I don't know, seven pounds or something like that. Babe, congratulations. Thanks. Just doing it. I mean, it. you yeah. just, you already look fabulous, but I mean, you're going for it. Oh, yeah, so I'm drinking. I'm you're drinking on my, that six pack? So I'm a little six pack. 10 pack, 12 pack, what is it? Keg. Um, Eight pack. I'm a little, probably a little more somber because I don't have as much coffee in me right now because I've just been drinking that green drink. But now I'm getting this coffee in right now. And we're drinking out of our, our custom-made coffee cups from Whitney and her and her fam. It says, cheers, babe. Cheers, my love. Yeah. So. So what are we talking about this morning? Oh, well, you know, I'm turning, uh, I'm turning 45 on Sunday. You know, I honestly, all year, I thought you were turning 44. You did? Yes. And I kind of feel like the math is off still. Like, you're born in 1976. What are the chances that you actually, like, got confused at one year in your life in your 20s? And, like, what if I actually am turning Wait, 44, but I think I'm turning 45? So, really quick. Yeah, 1976. Okay, I'll do the math really quick. I'm going to be 45. <laughs> I just did the math. Wait, let me do it real quick. I'm going to be 45. <laughs> Baby, okay, 1976, 20, I'm going to be 45. <laughs> Um, so you're like gonna be 50 50 and five what are you years. showing me love 45. i know 45 yeah i i know I, I did the math in my head real quick let yeah, me do it one more time has it registered. Uh, 45 oh my word yeah i'm not gonna be 50 how did you jump from gonna be 45 to gonna well, be well you 50? know like when you're when you're 35 you start thinking oh my gosh i'm, I'm about 40. to be 40 and then yeah. when you're 45 you're thinking oh my gosh i'm about to be 50 I actually, I mean, that's a real thing you're not 45 yet. I am about to be, and I'm not thinking that. I'm thinking my 40s are like my 20s. I have the same amount of energy. I just am way smarter and have way more more experience, and I'm just a better person in my 40s than I was in my 20s. So, Cheers to that, babe. So 45 to me is actually like 25. That's yeah. how I feel. So I could potentially be 
No, you're not. Did the math wrong? Oh, no. we did, yeah. You're, but you're 17, little Ren. But I wonder if people have done that. I think when you get to your 70s and 80s, I'm you sure probably you're older, forget you're your like, birthday. I think I'm 82. <clears throat> I don't know how old I am. I feel like we confuse our anniversary too. I we're going on. I, you thought we were going on 24, and I'm like, we're going on 25. Is that right? See that that's that's another that's See, another yeah. date. That's I think the date. issue. I think that the the <laughs> the factor is just you. It's me. Yeah, yeah you're the. I, I, I'm feeling that. You're the one who's not getting it. You're like, <laughs> let's do the math. I'm like, we did, and we know. So 45. 45 and Happy 25. Happy birthday. It's going to be on a Sunday. That'll be kind of fun. We'll be at church with our friends. We'll be preaching on your birthday. I'll be, I'll be sharing the gospel on my birthday. To the world. To the world around. And then uh, the Seahawks play at 520 on that day. We're, We're coming back. Baby. Family's I'm coming. I'm making all your favorite foods. Yeah, what did we decide? I, well, you definitely want spinach dip. Oh, I mean, spinach, spinach dip is dip so is to good. Tossed around the idea of Philly cheesesteaks, but I don't know if we're going to go that route. It's got to be something. It's your brother's birthday, by the way. He's, oh, yeah. A little tidbit that people probably don't know, or maybe you do. My brother, Ben. Will be 35. Is 10 years younger than me, and he was born on the exact same day. So 10 years, when I was 10 years old for my birthday, I got a little brother named Benjamin. So, yeah, we share a birthday. It's kind of fun. We'll That's good so time. Fun. Yep. We're gonna cel- we'll celebrate on, t- on Sunday. And then your sister just had a birthday, and she had a birthday party planned, and that got canceled, so we're throwing her in. Oh, yeah, the, Christiana. To the fun. Affectionately, we refer to her as Lala. She's going to join us for birthday. Man, we're just birthdaying it up oh, on Sunday. Big party in this house. And then you and I are getting away next week for a little bit. Taking you away for your birthday. Going to the lodge in the woods. Don't say where. We're going to a lodge Because the paparazzi will follow. Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. Don't, don't say where. Say the paparazzi will be there. inappropriate. <laughs> what? Inappropriate? We don't want them to see anything inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. It's going to get inappropriate, man. <sighs> I told I told you this year, like, uh, no <laughs> gifts. <laughs> Just inappropriateness. <laughs> Every year, guys. I, it's it, not inappropriate. He comes to me in this like kind of plead of like, it's the wise thing to do. Like, don't get me any gifts. I'm like, you say it to me every. You have literally said you that. You do to the me same thing to me every year since we've been for 25 years. Jen, you do the same friend, thing to me, friend. I always say. I need you to know that that's not. That's never. I don't gonna, say that. I actually say I'd rather year, just go on a trip with you. Well. That's up to me. Memories. No, I get to decide what I get for your birthday. Here's to the ones that we've got. Cheers to the wins that we'll win when we're not. (laughs) (laughs) But the drinks bring back all All the the memories. That's what I prefer for for my birthdays and stuff. It's memories with you, memories yeah, with the family. Every like man, you're like, hey, we're gonna do gifts. Every we go man to just wants lots of sex and a getaway. That that'll just do it. I want the memories. The yeah. sex is great too, but I'm talking about the well, memory. memory. I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember way back when. Well, anywho, skis, we're starting something new. new. I'm excited. Uh, it took us three years of coffee talk with Billy and Jen to get to this place, but we have decided to start um, what we like to call book club. Book, book club time. <laughs> and every time we do it, I'm going to be like, it's time for book club. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about our favorite books. <laughs> I didn't know. It's book club time. Uh, Vic, Vic, the sound check, you're on a need to you know basis. remember when you were like... This topic. Uh, you're on you were a like need in middle school and you had to, to no join basis. your book club and like you went to the library and you had like little like stickers and every time you read a book you get like a little sticker. Do you, ever, you remember those days? Book it. It was yeah. book club time. Yeah, we'd get little we'd get little Pizza Hut would give yeah, you so little you personal the, pan pizzas. The, the 14 days. It's one of the a, reasons I was as large as I am today. <laughs> Thank you, Pizza Hut. You get a free pizza or you got like a prize. Like this, this is what we're doing. Did so, you just give us an L? <laughs> <laughs> 
book club. Okay, here's, here's no, it's gonna be good. Here's what it is. We're going to now. I reserve the right on any given Wednesday when this podcast releases to talk about whatever we want to. So I will not be boxed in. Yeah, by book club. Um, <laughs> I will not be boxed in by it. But Jen, this was your idea. I got to give you credit. You were like, hey. We're always reading these books that like have kind of changed our lives, revolutionized our lives. Kind of like a lot of times people are like, where do you guys get all your content from? Like, first of all, I'm a reservoir of knowledge. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for I'm it. A deep, I'm a deep <laughs> abyss of stories. But outside of that, we read a ton. And there's certain books for sure that have really, really kind of like impacted us. So we thought when we don't have something that we really, really want to talk about, like current events. Wait, we don't talk about current events because they're all offensive. <laughs> Um, but you know, we talk about just whatever we feel like or what's going on in the week or something. We don't have some kind We're of pithy definitely going to talk about sheet music one of these days. That's a book. It's a book. So we figured we'd kind of like just not go through an entire book, but take certain books that have really, really impacted us and just talk about, pull out certain chapters and talk about what it is in those books that have a lot of times it's stuff that you've heard on the podcast because it's, it's just, it's become a part of who we are, how we live our life, our philosophies in life, whether it comes to relationship or business or leadership or, or life or whatever it is, or faith or risk or fear. And so, um, yeah. So one of the books you want to talk about is not today, but sheet music, which is a book about great sex, great sex and marriage. Yeah. And it's called sheet music. It's a great book. I had a couple on Sunday. They're like, I, I got the book. Um, sheet music and oh my gosh, I'm loving it. I didn't realize really what it was about. Oh, they're gonna learn today. <laughs> you're learning now. Oh, you're gonna learn today. We had been married for 15 years when we got that book, and it took me to school. Yeah, it did. And I already was a professor. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> the cheeky so little many, laugh at the end. So many innuendos. Um, and then I definitely, at some point during book club, I'll probably want to bring out um, Good to Great. We need a little jingle for our book club time. Vic, uh, you're a musician. Do you have a little jingle? Can you get a little jingle no. for us? We need a little jingle it's on the It's book club, book club, book club, book club. But no, that's not it. <laughs> bookity, 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 bookity club. Oh, um, it's just it's <laughs> not. Cause we, it's not because Because we the bookity, 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 bookity club, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do the wickety, 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 wickety whack. Because I'm the miggity, 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 mack. I got the bookity, 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 bookity club. You know, like, you put your hand over your <laughs> obviously what? not coffee's kicking in all right um so the book that we want to start now which we'll we'll do we'll cover some of it today and we next week cover, we yep. might do whatever we want but then you'll always know that we're going back to the book when you hear me go book club time <laughs> thanks for the heads up yeah how are you guys hey thanks for the clarity how are you guys gonna even know if we're doing book club oh wait i know book club time <laughs> um Okay, this book is one of my favorites. So, so, you're, you're so always gonna cheese. oh, is, you're always gonna add time at the yes. end. Okay, let's try it again. Okay, ready? Uh, hey, what are we gonna talk about today, babe? Book club time. <laughs> <laughs> We're idiots. Oh, oh man, we you are losing so followers and subscribers in real time. Like they're literally like unfollow. Do you forever. either just hate it right now, or you just love this right now? It goes one way or the other. Okay, oh. if you have not read this book, it's by Andy Stanley. It's called it's The classic. Next Generation Leader. Yeah, it is. It is a classic. It's Man, we've been reading this book. I'm trying to look at a date on here, but babe, I mean, when we were in our 20s, we started reading this book, and then we would take like different groups through this book. It's 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 very much on leadership. You don't have to be a leader 
to read this book, I would say if you read this book, the chances of you becoming a leader well, everyone's leading are something. High. They're yeah. leading their themselves, their family. So business. we started reading this. I'm just looking at the date in 2004. Wow. 2004 is when we started reading this book. So Serenity was born that year. This was the year you, Seren, don't you want to know what's, what's on this book? Book club. Time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Would it be great if we just did a show? I'm going to get a jingle, that? y'all. It's coming. It's coming. I think we almost have it. Like I, I'm in a tune, and then you're in a tune. We'll book get, club. I'm working on that. You're like, time. Time. <laughs> no, she got it. Um, so it's called The Next Generation Leader by Andy Stanley. Highly recommend it. You can get it's it. It's an easy read, too. Yeah, super easy. It's not many pages. And it's kind of revolutionized my life, our lives, on the subject of leadership. But not just leadership, but just living well. Like just living life full on. Um, and so there's one chapter in here called First End. It's chapter four. And I, I just picked it up this morning. I was like, you know what? This was a great chapter. So I kind of wanted to kind of just, you know, break down the cliff's notes. We'll call this the, the coffees, coffee notes of this book. And I think some of it would be super inspiring. Okay. One of the things he says in the very beginning, his premise for this book is leading is progress. And I love that he said that because the actual definition of leading is taking someone by the hand and moving forward. That's that's what leading is. Uh, you know, what's the old Chinese proverb? Like, if you think that you lead, but no one follows, you merely are taking a walk. You know, that's, a, that's an old Chinese proverb, right? And I, I do terrible accents. So. Yes. That was <laughs> yeah. really bad. Oh, no, I'm just thinking, like, if you're Chinese, or I, I'm sorry, because I also do English accents, and I offend all those people, and I do Italian accents, and I offend all those people. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Your name's Rocco. Okay. You know. <laughs> Okay. So anyways, but um, leading is progress. It's taking someone by the hand and it's moving forward. I love it. Um, if we can't move things forward, then maybe it's time to move on. Mm. Okay, so let's just stop for a sec, babe. And let's break that down for one second because I think in the days we live in, okay, this book was written in 2003. Um, we are in 2021, almost 20 years later. Crazy. And that thought, if you can't move things forward, maybe it's time to move on. I think in society in a day where so many things have stopped moving forward, um, so many things have come to a halt, so many things have come to a stop and pause. Um, but thinking even in your personal lives, like if we can't move things forward, then maybe the, it's stopped. How, how often do people just stay where they are even when there's no progress? But some person could be translating, um, well, okay, fine, my marriage isn't working, so I'm going to move on. That's that's not what it's saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Okay, but to me, saying within the confines of marriage or like a covenant relationship, yeah. I'd be like, well, that's not moving on. That's quitting. Moving forward in your marriage yeah. is admitting where things are not well. There's and so many the ways right to help. move forward. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, yes. okay, if you've been in a marriage and let's say, okay, let's say you're talking about a marriage with abuse or you're talking about a marriage with, right. you know, infidelity and it, it, and you can't move forward. Like they won't change. They won't change. They keep staying. They refuse to move. I mean, at some point, at some point in that marriage, and we've seen this happen, like if he just keeps stepping out on you and cheating on you, you're going to have to move on. You know what I'm saying? Like at some point you will. So, but I think the thing is, is the line between how do we keep moving forward and when do we draw the line to keep moving on? Well, Sometimes we move forward at a fast pace and sometimes we move forward at a very slow pace, you know, mm -hmm. but if you can't move forward in life, at the job you're in right now, if you can't move forward, if you can't get beyond it, then maybe it's, you know, time um, to move on. Okay. Here's another thing he says as he's going, for anything to grow or progress, it must change and get better. The alternative is just 
It's just the app. It's just average. It's status quo. It's mediocre. Okay, here's my problem with average. Why do we settle for it? I, I think a lot of times we don't even realize when we're set, when we're living in a maybe an average state of mind or place. I don't even know if sometimes we really even know we are. Yeah, but if you don't aspire for average, like nobody's nobody is aspiring to be average. No, like Lil Ren right here, seventeen. She's not thinking as she plans out her life in the next few years. Like, man, I'm just. I hope and pray and wish upon a star I could just be mediocre. Like no one, no. One, but we settle we'll for out, average. Right. Why wouldn't? Why would you learn to live with it if you weren't going for it? Like, but we do that. Like we don't go for average. But we've learned to live with average. Well, we've learned yeah, just to, totally. it's almost like we create our own prisons, um, but they don't feel like prisons because we're comfortable there. It's like our, our prisons, it's like average has us kind of like locked in and it's like, okay, we were talking to a friend just the other day. She um, she had to leave her job. She wasn't. She couldn't move forward, so she had to move on. She had to leave her job because of the control. There's a ton of control, right? Just huge, controlling elements. Yeah. yeah. To, and she had a very good job, a high paying job, she was very well loved in her job. She traveled in her job. Like it was, it, in all intents and purposes, it is her dream job, right? Right. But they were super controlling, forcing her to do things that she didn't want to do. And so she, well, in fact, she wouldn't, she wouldn't give into the control. And so they fired her, right? Mm-hmm. And what did she say? She wrote up the house the other day. Which, I asked her, I was like, you got a new job. So much for her personally, so much anxiety and fear around. They'll probably, I'll never, the, the, the feeling that she battled with was I'll never have anything better than this. How could, how could anything pay me more than this? How, how could it, you know, even though I think maybe deep down she was like, well, maybe, but, but she was in that state so, so deeply that the moment she got let go within, I think 30 days, she, she started freelancing and making more money. She said she's she almost was, doubled what she made, Yeah, but she's scared to death. And that's the thing. So it's like average kind of keeps us comfy, cozy. But she's like, I'm actually making twice as much money as I made. And that's happened in the first few months. She's like, but the only thing is, I don't have the security of a paycheck being deposited into my account for the next month and the next month. So yes. every time I'm thinking to myself, like, well, what, a, well, what's, what about, what about December? What about yeah, what about month? January of 2022? Yes. And I'm like, but What that's about the insurance? What about the benefits? Progress. Right. And that's what I'm saying. And you said to her, you're like, it's the very difference between being an employee and being an employer. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's between being a, um, a worker and an owner. Yep. And if you want to be the owner, if you want to be the employer, then you're going to have to be willing to progress. And if you're going to progress, there's going to be risk. Like, and that's and you have to fight <clears throat> the tendency to be average, to or to stay in an average state of where you are presently. Right. Honestly, I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, at, and and. I guess it's the agony of wanting to have that comfortability. I think comfortability also can create a sense of security, right? And mm-hmm. that's what kind of keeps us kind of staying in the state we're in and not really progressing forward. Yeah. Okay, so he said this in the book. He said, leaders challenge what is for the sake of, leaders challenge what is for the sake of what could be or what should be. They challenge what is for the sake of what could be. They're not, they're, they refuse to just stay because it's good. They refuse it and then, they have the courage to say publicly what everyone else is whispering privately. Okay, babe. That's so good. And that's so you. I have never met anyone who has the courage to say public what everyone's to thinking a fault at times. in the room. Totally. Like you'll just say it. <clears throat> like, okay, where did that come from? How do you do that? You just you literally just say whatever you're thinking. No, 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 you don't say whatever you're thinking. Everyone's thinking it, but you say it. Like you're just like, 
bam. And we're all like, oh, finally, someone. Someone said what we're all thinking, what everyone believes. Like, how did that, did, like, what did, do you know? Like, have you always been that way? I mean, I've, I've known you since you were a teenager, you and know, I feel it, like you've always been that way. It might have been a little bit of some of the things in my childhood where there were some things maybe a little bit, like, unaddressed off at times. Um, circumstances, circumstances where. Circumstances where things needed to change, and they didn't. Um, I mean, I, we've talked about it openly. My parents are no longer together. There were things in their 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 journey along the way that sure. didn't get addressed probably right. early enough. Um, and I think for, I think that probably established a little bit in me of like, I, I kind of sensed it and, and no one's saying it. So I, I'll be the one, I'll be the first to say it. Cause maybe it'll save the day. You know, it came out of a little bit of a desperation probably, which could be probably at times that's where I would say things too soon or too much and learning to walk that line carefully. But I think, I think that's the thing. I think uh, uh, we have to all get honest with ourselves. To say, to say what needs to be said. First about our lives. Like we got to govern our, ourself first, right? Before we can ever really lead anything around us well. And I think it starts personal. Don't you think it starts personal? Like being honest, like mm-hmm. saying what, what everyone else sees. Hey, you're like, you, you have the same pattern. You know, everyone knows the patterns, but unless that person takes ownership, right? And, and say, says it over their life, then they can make the change. Same thing with leading, you know, an organization or a business or anything, to mm-hmm. cause progress. I think it comes down to essentially what we're kind of saying is it's courage. Courage establishes leadership because the person who goes first is generally viewed as a leader. Remember when we were kids and like you're walking into the forest and everyone's scared because even though it's daylight out, it's dark in the forest. And whoever, and everyone's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Whoever actually kind of goes first, they're viewed and established as the leader. And what set them apart? They had the courage to go this. first. Why are we scared to say something that needs to be said? I would say majority, maybe I'm wrong. Majority of the time, we don't tend to say it for what? Why? Repercussions. Because of the consequences that may come from it. Because of what will happen. It's the fear of the unknown. That is what, like, leadership is actually walking in the dark. It's walking in uncertainty. That's what, leading our own lives, leading our households, leading our businesses, leading our communities. My God, leading the nation. It's, it's the ability to walk in uncertainty and the courage to keep going without knowing. Like, because nobody, nobody knows, knows. I mean, we all know something, but nobody knows, knows, knows it all. Mm. Nobody knows it all. So the people that are leading, they don't know everything. They just have the courage to walk in the dark. And that's what happened when we were all little kids out at, on the edge of the forest. The person who went in first, not only did they establish themselves as the leader by going first. So someone's like, how do I lead? I literally would say this, go first. Mm-hmm. Go first. What happens, not only do you establish yourself as a leader because you have the courage to go first. Secondly, you inspire other people around you mm-hmm. to go too. And that's what leading is. Whether they follow you or not, they go into the forest. And why are they going into the dark forest now? Because, well, you're there and you seem to be all right. So, okay. So it inspires them. I also them. think a leader too, when, when you, you're saying, saying something that needs to be said, and no one, everyone knows it needs to be said. I also think at 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 a certain point earlier established, it worked. That program that you chose to have worked for that nonprofit or the business, right? But as a couple of years go by, it's not working. It's not serving you anymore. And I think a leader has to have the courage to say, "Hey, it worked two years ago, but now it's not working." We're all acting like 
we it is, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. And no one no one's willing to say this this branding doesn't work for our company. Right. This program doesn't work. The the strategy that we oh, have. Everyone's whispering it, but no and one will say it out loud. Frustrated, and it yeah. takes a leader to say, "Listen, we've got to make some changes." Totally. And I think I also think people and leaders would wouldn't want to go there because it might be so-and-so's idea that was in the room, right, two years ago. Yeah, or yeah, it might gonna, hurt someone's feelings. It's, yeah, it's or it's a, it's a decoration thing. Like, there's a thing right now in our, our building. No one wants it to remove. But I'm like, it represents what was 10 years ago, and it's like, it needs to go away. <laughs> okay, it's a sign in the church that says, it lights up, it says, he is risen. And, it, and listen, I believe And you were so is. funny when you were talking to the people that put it up. You're like, listen, I believe he is risen. In fact, I oh, know he heartily. has. I just don't need a neon sign. <laughs> <laughs> that was there when a church was established, it, you know, you know, eight years ago that mm-hmm. people still remember. And I think it's like, at what point do we have the courage to say, hey, it's time? Okay, can I say this? There's a difference between innovating and leading. I think a lot of times in our world, because I had someone say to me the other day, it was a young buck. I don't know why I call him a buck, but he's like, you're an innovator. You're an innovator king. And I was like, okay. okay. You don't know him. You're, in your mind, literally, like, who is it? You don't know him. Um, <clears throat> it, was, it was through social media. Um, and I appreciate it. He was trying to compliment me. But totally. innovating and leading aren't the same. Leaders aren't always the first to see a need for change. They're just the first to act on it. Mm. So I think innovators see needs for change. They see, they see. But a leader, and you can innovate and lead simultaneously, but some people just innovate. And that's the rare. They see the needs, they see the needs, they see the needs. And while they're seeing and thinking and contemplating and writing and journaling and discussing, boom, a leader just comes and acts. Right. And that, and all of a sudden, that, so you might not be the first to see it, but you are the first to act on it. Okay. And I think that might be the encouragement that I think a lot of us more lean towards seeing the, th- the need and, the, and we innovate and we know there's that changes, but we, we, we lack the ability, courage to make the it's change. Courage. And I think, can we just say practically, like <clears throat> that could play out in, 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 in your parenting, it could play out in your marriage and your relationship. It could play out in your finances. Like, you, you know, that if you did this and that, like, Hey, take the step to make the change. Okay, here's what it is. It's the doing it anyway mentality. Okay, in the book, Andy Stanley tells a story when he took his son's whitewater rafting for the first time. And they were like 11 or 11 years old or something like that. And he says, as they're going, like they they have to take this 40 minute course before they get on the rapids about like what to do if, if you go under, you know, if the, if the, and you know, he could see his sons who are 11 years old. They're like, after 40 minutes of going through class of what might happen and what you should do and if you fall out and if you do this and don't, don't you know, like all the dangers that it entails. Like he could see on their face, like they were not as thrilled to doing it. So they get in the bus and they're going up to the top of the road and they get out and the water's raging and his son is like just staring at the water. And so Andy comes over to his son. And he's like, he's like, bud, you okay? And his son goes like this. He goes, um, dad, I know when we get out there, I'm not gonna wanna do it, but just make me do it anyway. And he's like, I hugged my son and I was so proud of his courage. And he's like, it's this mentality of doing it anyway. And I love this though. Another thought to that is get around people who will help you take that last step that makes all the difference. I think the people that the, your circle of friends should be the kind of people who are like, we know you said you want to do it and they kind of know your personality. And you, once you get your toes to the edge, right, you're just not going to take the leap. It's like, you got to have people like Andy was like, forced him to do it anyway. And I think we have to have people in our world who are going to do that. I mean, we do that to each other. Yeah. Like you'll talk about something and then we get to that moment. You're like, oh, vice versa. I'll be like, I'm going to do this. You're like, babe, just go for it. Do it. And I think we need people in our world. And the question is, if you don't have those kind of people in your life, then maybe you should go find some of those people. 
Like, mm-hmm. honestly, like see someone that's like that and be like, yo, can I buy you a cup of coffee? I'd love to pick your brain. I don't know many people unless they're just arrogant kind of pricks. And if they are, then you don't want to spend time with them anyways. But I don't know many people that if you're like, hey, could I buy you a cup of coffee? I'd love to pick your brain. Like most people are going to be like, sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? First of all, they're, honor. they're, yeah, they're, totally. they're kind of complimented by that. And then you're going to give them a free cup of coffee. Who doesn't want that in this life? You know, let me buy you lunch, you know, and start to put yourself around people that would be the ones who are like, hey, I know I'm not going to want to do it. Make me do it anyways. Get some people in your life yes, that are like, yes. I'll, or ask some people. Maybe you already have those people in your life. I think so many times we're looking for things that are right in front of us. And Maybe you're like, I don't have anyone like my life. Or maybe you do. You just haven't asked certain people to be that for you in your life. Just ask them. Like, hey, would you make me do it even when I don't want to? Because I know I'm going to get to this point and I'm going to second guess. I know we're starting this business and I'm going to get there and I'm going to back out again like I always do. Would you just kind of like hold me accountable? Be like, you said you're going to do this. Now stick with what you're doing. Um, Okay, this is a thought that comes out. Most leaders' regrets revolve around missed opportunities, not risks taken. Um, he he did kind of an interview Andy did with a bunch of like great leaders, <clears throat> and he said, not one of them, n- not one of them was their regret like ah I wish I hadn't taken that risk. All of them when they asked their regrets because we all have regrets in life. People say they have no regrets. It's not real. There's some regrets. We all have mm-hmm. some regrets. All of them. It was unanimous. Was op- missed opportunities. Ah, oh, I should have invested more. I should have done it sooner. I should have gone out. You know, like yes, and that yes. is and. Eh, the essential is act. Don't let your fears or uncertainty sideline you in life. And especially right now. It oh, is. Man. I mean, we're living in a time that I, I, I don't even know if our parents lived in a time like this. Like it, it's a crazy time to be living. We don't even know if we can go into stores or restaurants with certain identifications and things. I mean, there's just so much uncertainty, but I think you were talking to a friend yesterday on the phone. I was just like, but it's going to be okay. Like I, I think we have to keep the thought in the forefront is we're going to keep moving forward and it, it's going to be okay. Can I say this? Because I, I, when you said that, I, I, part of me, I agree. But part of me was like, but what if it isn't going to be okay? Right. Here's what I would say. We don't know. But I would much rather live my life today and yes. tomorrow under the pretext that it's going to be okay. Because what's the alternative? To live like it's not going to be okay? Well, in fact, that's not living. That's just that's just crowd that's just huddling in the corner waiting for the worst. I would rather I would rather believe for the best than wait for the worst. Yep. Stop waiting for the worst to happen. Believe for the best. What you have a choice. You're like, well, we don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows in your personal life. Nobody knows as a nation. Nobody knows as a world. So we have an opportunity right now to either wait for the worst which a lot of people are doing, just cowering down, hunkering down, waiting for the worst, hoping it doesn't come, or we could believe for the best. Keep taking one foot and step, one step in front of the other and, and believing that it'll come. It's just a quality of life you'll have today. I don't know if the worst is coming or the best is coming. Yep. But my quality of life, because I'm believing for the best, is so much higher yep. than anybody who's waiting for the worst. And I just think, you know, just during, logic. during the most... Uh, critical seasons, crisis, I think some of the greatest people will surface. And what I mean by that is I think during trying times, we're going to see men and women we've never seen before 
surface the to to a place where because of the courage and their willingness to move forward and their gift to lead during you know difficult seasons i think it's i think it's a testing time for so many of us to become the best version of ourselves and literally some of them are listening to this right now and that's you like what jen is talking about that's you and i hope that you'll have the courage you know one thing he says in the book that he said he's like leaders don't look at failure as as the way most people do. They simply see it as a lesson learned that will lead to future success. 100%. So, so many times we don't do things, we don't step out because we're afraid it'll fail, we'll fail, we'll be a failure. A leader's like, no, 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 that's just a lesson I learned that now leads to my future success. It's the way of looking at me. Okay, and he tells the story of the IBM executive, Tom Watson, and early on in IBM's career, um, a junior executive on the team made a, made a deal, took a risk, that was kind of risky even by inside standards, right? And he lost $10 million for the company. And so obviously Tom Watson brings him into his office and he says, the executive comes in the office and he throws his hands in and he's like, I suppose you want my resignation. And Tom Watson goes, are you kidding me? We just spent $10 million educating you. And it was just a philosophy. Instead of him being like, you lost us $10 million. He's like, you just learned a lesson that you will never, ever forget. Did it cost the company $10 million? Yes, but now you know. And now we know, and we'll never forget that. So I think that helps me eliminate fear many times is because it's like, you know what? This is I'm learning lessons here. Yes. And the only way we actually succeed in life is to fail, learn from those failures, and then keep moving forward. So that's really good, babe. Yeah. Well, that was that's that was chapter four and Andy Stanley's book. And our book club. A book club. Time. <laughs> hey, um, I hope that helps. I hope you're encouraged. No matter what you're going through this week or what you've been going through today or tomorrow. Um, I hope that you just will refuse to settle for average. You certainly didn't aim for average, so don't settle for it. There's more out there for you. We believe that. Uh, So cheers to that. Cheers Cheers to good coffee, good friends, and better days. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media. At It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.